Hi guys, welcome back to eConnect. This is Ananya, Akshaya, and Dia. So guys, um, school starting next week. I all excited because I am like I'm so excited for school. Like I love school. I mean I don't love it. Like that's a bit weird. But like you know what I'm saying. Like you know like seeing everybody. Like because of the pandemic, anyways, you don't get to see anyone like physically. But like you know seeing everyone through a screen. And like when when the teacher asks us a question and then we can't answer and everyone's just silent. That's just I know that's weird, but it's still so much fun to me. Is it? I don't know. I'm excited. Let me just say that you make no sense to me. Um, no self-respecting teenager should be excited to start school when the school is literally two feet away from their beds. Okay, and um. Yeah, and honestly, I I don't know why you're excited because I definitely don't know because I I just can't I can't bring up the will to be excited because I haven't had a proper break in summer vacation. It's just been one thing after another, and I just want a week of sleep. Yeah, I don't think we'll be getting an actual break until our board exams are over. So like, hang on, it's a long time. But like, we expected this when the twelfth grade. Summer break isn't supposed to be summer break. It's not supposed to be the normal vacation we have. We've had for the last twelve years of our life. Nothing's normal this year, and us being in senior year kind of adds to that. Guys, this is a funny story. But like, do you all know that Akshay and I have never met each other in real life? Like, we've never like shook hands. We've never like spoken face to face. We've we've only ever spoken on Zoom or Discord. So like, that's quite. Is that sad? I don't know, but it's. It's it's weird for sure. No, when you put it like that, I just realized that uh, we're just online strangers. My parents have been warning me against talking to online strangers my entire life, and then you come along. Um, can I be talking to you? Probably I'm not. Not sure about that. I probably like yeah. murder you. <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, I get it. Both of you, I know life's not normal. This. Not fair. I mean, who would have thought that I'd be sitting at home for two years continuously without ever stepping out? God, is that like ten years ago? This, this stuff like this would have been improbable. No one, no one would have even thought about it. Yeah, that's right. But it's not only our day-to-day life that's changed so drastically. It's also the uh, global economic patterns that are, that have changed so much. So apparently, Bangladesh is becoming a major economic power in the Southeast Asian world. Now that's new. Oh yeah, wait, wait. I've heard about this one. Unlike last time, where I hadn't heard about the global chip shortage, I know about this, guys. Look at me. I I like know the world and whatnot. My worldly okay. knowledge. Um, Chill. Sure. Just calm down. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, Bangladesh is like. Helping its neighbor countries, which is something you probably wouldn't have thought possible um, a few years ago, um, it's one of the it's one of like the forty nations to like give India COVID aid uh, twice actually twice because of like the second wave now and like in, even in the first wave, which is quite cool. Really, they're doing that too. I mean, I didn't know that. Um, I- the only thing I heard was that Bangladesh is helping Sri Lanka with their foreign debt crisis. Apparently, they're in some. Like deep trouble now, and Bangladesh has pledged to help them out. Ah, really? But I only thought that the international organizations like the IMF and the World Bank were allowed to give such 
were allowed to help countries with debt crisis. This is exactly what happened with India in 1991, where uh, India had a lot of burden due to the interest and the non-payment for a really long time that it went into a debt. And the World Bank and the IMF, they refused to give India loans. Now, this kind of uh, dried up the foreign exchange of the country. Yeah, so the World Bank and the IMF said that they will only give India the much-needed loan if... Uh, on their own terms and conditions like they had to they, they told india to cut down their fiscal deficits and liberalize the domestic economy etc yeah but see that was a loan right india was taking a loan from the imf and the world bank but this is a currency swap a currency swap um like if you want to think about it as like through like a textbook definition it's a transaction in which two entities exchange an equivalent amount of money with each other but in two different currencies like usually in their own currencies it helps in reducing the cost of borrowing in a foreign currency at favorable rates but what does that even mean i don't understand this okay so yeah this currency swap thing uh, is pretty complicated it took me quite a bit of time to understand but like let me try to explain it with an example so, um, okay, let's say there are two people, Ramesh and Suresh. Okay. Right? Wait, are you naming the two people after the two five-star guys? Or am I overthinking this? <laughs> Please. No, that was my intention. I was hoping no one would get it, but yeah, I can't think of more names, okay? The five-star guys are the only guys I know. All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, the Ramesh and Suresh. Okay, so let's say Ramesh is this guy in India who wants to take out a $1 million loan from an American bank, right? Uh, and let's say the exchange rate today is $1 is, uh, is 70 rupees. And uh, so that makes 1 million USD equivalent to 7 crore INR, right? Now, let's say uh, the term of the loan is for 10 years. Now, 10 years later, uh, uh, say the exchange rate falls to uh, 100 rupees. So Ramesh will end up paying 10 crores for that same 1 million. So the, the net loss he'll be making will be 3 crores. And no one would want to enter into a transaction with a loss, right? So then this is an alternative solution to this problem. Let's say that there is Suresh, an American businessman, who needs 7 crore rupees. Now, uh, when Ramesh gets to know about this, both of them sign a currency swap where Ramesh, who has rupees, will give 7 crore rupees to Suresh and Suresh, who has $1 million, will give that to Ramesh. So it's the exchange of an equivalent amount of uh, money in their respective currencies, like uh, Via said, right? So they will do this at the agreed upon exchange rate of 70 rupees. That is the prevailing exchange rate today. Now, 10 years later, Ramesh will pay back Alex for the $1 million at the rate of interest that's prevailing in the US market. And Suresh will pay back Ramesh with, uh, uh, for the 7 crore rupees with the prevailing interest rate in the Indian market. So this way, they don't lose out on money and they also make, the in make interest based on what is there in their respective markets. Dude, this is almost like a loophole in the forex trading. Imagine that they're literally these countries are avoiding all the losses that they would have incurred if they had traded with the IMF or the World Bank. 
the huge interest rates and like it would be a lot of loss and this is such a smarter way to do these transactions but why would they but right now in the current situation of bangladesh helping sri lanka why did they straight away go to sri lanka and not come to india when india has such a strong economy in the region well i mean they did approach india but they did not respond which is you know a little bit sad but like um, wait 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 the indian government seen zone them um yeah really okay this is this is quite, this is pretty cool i don't know is it mean is it cool i find it cool yeah you usually think that people seen zone each other but it can also be government so that's um that's just that's sad anyways um no one knows particularly why they in nakshas words seen zoned um the sri lankan government but it could possibly be because uh, the indian sri lankan relations have been a little bit strained and tense over colombo's uh, decision to cancel a valued container terminal project at colombo port it's not like india never helped them though it's not like uh, we've never helped them last july the reserve bank of india did extend a 400 million credit swap facility to sri lanka which the sri which the central bank of sri lanka settled in february but in this case for right now sri lanka was facing a huge crisis and it could not possibly wait any longer so they had to approach bangladesh yeah both the covid aid to india and the currency swap with sri lanka have proved that bangladesh bangladesh's economy is flourishing quite well and the gdp is increasing despite when we see all the countries around it the gdp is not doing so well so gdp is just basically goods and services produced in a country in a year and because of covid the lockdown the factories and the slow slowed production we all know why the gdp is going surfing surfing down for all the countries but it's quite strange for bangladesh it is flourishing right now yeah it's flourishing so much that the us chamber of commerce actually uh, launched uh the US Bangladesh Business Council this April this will help because obviously it will strengthen trading relations between the two countries Bangladesh and the US and will and it will also kind of um uh give american investors an incentive to invest in bangladesh so that's quite cool as well well yeah so uh, all of us know about the four asian tigers right hong kong singapore south korea and taiwan because um they were such high growth economies uh looks like we have a royal bengal tiger in asia now okay i'm sorry that was a terrible dad joke <laughs> but um anyway uh, let's wrap for this episode of we connect thank you thank you